It was time to record my monthly unconventional tips found on Reddit series. I sat down and did my regular routine. I checked all the usual subreddits looking for something useful and unconventional, something interesting. I spent about an hour researching, but I had no luck. I just couldn't find anything I haven't heard before. And I didn't want to repeat the same old stories and tips to you as well. At first, I felt disappointed, but then I decided to figure out what was going on there. And today I want to talk about the idea of consumption and creation, because I think this situation I found myself in with Reddit is a perfect example I can use to illustrate the shift that happens when you go from being a consumer to being a producer. Let's go. Welcome to the Monthly Method Podcast. This is a show for solopreneurs, creators, and artists who have a burning desire to launch a project. This is for a project that is not urgent, but truly important. The one your best life depends on. Your host, Paulina B, is a certified scrum master. She brings a proven record of launching successful projects, both professional and personal. You will hear about tested techniques that lead to calm, consistency, and results. Stay tuned to turn your idea into reality one month at a time. To simplify things, let's say when your brain is active, it can be in two states. State number one, it consumes something. State number two, it creates something. From a very early age, we are taught to consume. We are taught to read before we are taught to write. The conventional logic states that you need to consume first before you can create. And school teaches us to consume large amounts of information. You just consume, you memorize, you recite. Even when we are asked to create something, it usually means paraphrase nicely what other people have already said. Remember all those college essays? No one was actually looking for your opinion. It was always about putting enough citations, paraphrasing what other people said, and doing an extensive literature review, and only stating opinions if they've been written down by other people. So it's never actually about your opinion. It's about consuming other people's opinions and then just putting it on paper. Reflecting back on my life, I can see that in my teenage years and early 20s, I was consuming way more than I was creating, substantially more. I was and still am a very curious person. I like learning new things and this curiosity is what drove my consumption in the past. I remember a period in my life where I was obsessed with YouTube. I'm not kidding. I was watching a bunch of videos every single day. I would spend hours consuming content daily and it seemed fun back in the days. However, last year or maybe two years ago, something happened. Before I started my podcast, the one that you're listening, I had reached a point where I thought I had outgrown the internet. It was kind of like a long period of time where something was off. And this idea of outgrowing the internet was lurking at the back of my mind. It was strange because I remembered myself enjoying YouTube so much. Then I couldn't find a single channel on YouTube that would catch my interest. 
I felt like YouTube or any of the social media platforms didn't provide the same thrill as they did in the beginning. And here's the thing, I blamed it on content creators. I thought that there are no unique creators left, no unique opinions left on the internet. I would be ready to proclaim that creativity was dead. And I think the same thing happened to me last week when I was looking for unconventional Reddit advice for productivity for the month of May. I was ready to proclaim that creativity on Reddit was dead. However, what was happening is that I have reached the pinnacle point of maximum consumption. And going through multiple cases of kind of similar experience and reaching this point, I've came to realize if you lose interest in what you're consuming, you have reached the maximum consumption. No additional consumption will bring you enjoyment. It is time to create. Again, you have reached the maximum consumption. No additional consumption will bring you enjoyment. It is time to create. And here are some other signs that you've reached the point of maximum consumption. First one. You don't feel positive emotions from consuming more. So the marginal utility of an additional unit of entertainment is zero or even negative. You feel like you've seen, heard, tasted all of this before. You start talking bad things about other creators or producers. You start remembering the good old days. You know how old people usually say that ice cream tasted better back in the days? If you see yourself going in the same direction, it's a signal that maybe it's time to create instead of consume. Another sign, you are losing your childlike sense of curiosity and you feel down a lot. So, so those are the signs. And I believe this is our brain sending us signals to stop consuming and start producing. There is a diminishing utility on consuming more. And the brain makes it obvious. It makes it obvious on purpose. It makes you recognize that it is no longer fun. So it doesn't send all the happy hormones. It sends you all the signals to make consumption less desirable. However, many of us treat the symptoms as a reason to just shift the consumption from one area to another. It's kind of the same idea if one drug stopped getting you the high, you just change the drug, you don't get sober. So kind of the same idea here, you get all the signals, but instead of stopping consuming altogether and starting creating, you just decide that, well, instead of watching YouTube, I will now watch Netflix. Not gonna work. Another thing that I wanted to make clear is that blaming the outside world for not being entertained enough and demanding better entertainment will not solve your problems. It will not give you the same thrill and excitement you had the first time you've consumed this type of information or entertainment. However, you can find the same thrill and excitement in the production of new things. Once you start creating something, you get the same kind of childish curiosity and interest you had when you first started consuming. And I think it works in all areas of our life. When you start publishing videos on YouTube, 
you'll experience the same level of excitement, if not more, that you had when you first discovered YouTube and your favorite channels. When you start baking cookies from scratch, you experience the same level of excitement, if not more, as when you had tried a delicious cookie for the first time. So if you're looking to get all those amazing emotions back, the emotions that you experience from consuming and you're not longer getting them, you can get them if you create instead of consume. And the more you produce, or the more you create, the less interested you become at consuming. And this is so weird at first. I always thought that in order to produce, let's say, 10 units of new information, I needed to consume 10 units of information. I always thought that the split is 50-50 and you need to have equal amounts of consumption and production. But it doesn't work like that, at least not for me. And you can reach a certain point where you consume too much, but the threshold for producing too much is much higher. And this is what happened in the Reddit situation. I've been actively creating new things for the past six months. And the amount of time I spend on Reddit, YouTube, Netflix, even podcasts have been drastically decreasing from month to month. The more I create, the less interested I am at consuming. And I always thought that the opposite would be true, you know? Because we are taught that we need to consume before we create. We are taught to read before we can write. And even in college, in order to produce one piece of essay, you need to read a ton of other people's work. So the commonplace assumption is that you need to consume a lot in order to create a lot. I've tried creating a lot for the past six months and I'm telling you, it doesn't really work like that. You don't need to consume proportionally to the amount you produce. It might work in academia, but it doesn't work in real life. And again, even psychologically, the more I create, the less interested I am at consuming. And why is that? It is because emotionally, it is much more rewarding to create something than to consume. What I am finding is that you need to produce in order to produce more. So again, we are taught that you need to consume more in order to produce more. What I'm finding is that you need to produce in order to produce more. The more you produce, the more ideas you have. The best ideas come from interacting with my clients, my readers, my listeners, and not from listening to other podcasts, reading books, or watching other YouTube videos. The best ideas come from getting real feedback on the work I have already created and published. And analyzing this feedback helps me understand what I need to create. And the same has been true with cooking. I used to rely a lot on takeouts. I enjoyed going out to new restaurants and trying new things, but the pandemic forced me to cook most of our family meals from scratch at home. And the more I cooked, the less interested I became in consuming already cooked meals. Takeout food lost its appeal after I practiced creating meals from scratch. And this is a common trend among people who cook a lot at home. You start tasting too much salt, 
too much sugar, too much fat and take out food and it doesn't taste that good because your taste buds get adjusted and you start finding a lot of fun in preparing meals and it's a creative process. You get to try new things, new methods and it's a lot more enjoyable to eat a delicious meal that you cooked rather than someone else cooked. And here's the funny fact. I've heard jaw-dropping statistics. In the US, people spend more time watching cooking shows than actually cooking. Again, on average, people in the US spend more time on a daily basis watching cooking shows, documentaries, etc. rather than cooking. How bizarre it is. Don't believe that it can be true? Okay, here's another experiment. Go on YouTube and search clean with me. Just type clean with me and you'll be amazed at the number of views this videos get. This might be an hour or two hour long videos where people clean their houses, just clean the house and people watch it. People watch other people clean houses instead of cleaning their own. So this just shows that I think we are going in a very dangerous place as a society because our consume versus create ratio is so skewed towards consumption and it's not only affects our finances, it affects all areas of our lives from health, cooking, the cleanliness of our houses and all of that. So something to think about. Now I want to maybe give another example or go a bit deeper in the consuming versus producing principle as it applies to content creation. So as I mentioned in the beginning, I used to be a person who consumed a lot of information. I subscribed to a bunch of magazines. I challenged myself to read 50 or 60 books a year and listen to a bunch of podcasts, YouTube videos, all of that. And as I mentioned last year, I reached a point of overconsumption and how it looked for me is that everything started to seem mundane. And my mistake was that I took this as a sign of me becoming less curious as a human being. I saw there was something wrong with me or with the world. The things that used to bring me a lot of joy and excitement no longer provided that. But thankfully, I wasn't stuck in that gray dark place for a long time and I decided to start the podcast, then a blog, then a business and because nothing seemed worth of consuming anymore, again because I've reached the point of overconsumption, I decided to create instead. I am so glad I did it. By doing that I was able to experience all those amazing things that we attribute to consumption but on a much deeper level. As you probably know from my previous episodes, I embrace the nothing is hidden philosophy. I truly believe that. I borrowed it from Zen philosophy. Nothing is hidden and I believe it to be true. If you are willing to pay attention, you will find the answers. And because I had consumed too much information in my 20s, I didn't want to consume any more information as I embarked on the creation journey. I didn't want to read more books or consume more information because, hey, I've been there. 
I wanted to create a podcast for years or start a business for years and I would read all the possible books but reading books don't make you take action and I talked more about it in one of the earliest episodes called reading more books will not make you successful listen to it because that's where I discuss the difference between reading books and actually taking the action. And this time around, because I knew that about myself and I didn't want to consume information instead of acting, I didn't want to get stuck in the research phase. I just wanted to create and ship as fast as possible, even if it's not perfect. I just didn't want to do any further research on Google or YouTube. And so I started creating and that's when my mood got a lot better. Honestly, the first two months of me embracing being a producer versus a consumer was one of the happiest memories of 2020. Even though when I started my podcast, we were in the UK in the midst of another lockdown, everything was closed. The weather was, well, the UK weather in November. You can imagine that. I remember this couple months as my favorite part of 2020 because I was busy creating and producing something new, something that didn't exist before. And listen, I didn't make any money doing that. I didn't have a lot of views or readers or listeners. I didn't have money to advertise. I didn't have any results to be proud of yet. I didn't see the real feedback for the first few months. And I embraced the rule of 10 and focused on shipping my work without analyzing first results. And if you're interested to learn more about the rule of 10, listen to the episode, Normalize and Optimize the Rule of 10. The whole process of creating and producing something gave me a lot of energy and positive emotions. And therefore now looking back at 2020, November and December were my favorite month of the year, despite the lockdown, despite being in another country despite the horrible weather because I was so busy creating something new and shipping it into the world. And even looking back at 2020, I feel like people that had the easiest time going through the year were the ones that decided to build something new instead of consuming hours upon hours of Netflix or YouTube. The ones who built new habits, renovated the house, started a new side project. All of them had an easier time going through the pandemic than the ones who were stuck in the consumption mode. If you've reached the point where consumption doesn't provide the promised happiness, consider the option of producing instead of consuming. When you start producing, consuming loses its appeal for the most part. And in a recent podcast episode, Tonya Lee shares her wonderful daily practice. Every morning she asks herself, what am I going to produce today? Some days it is work-related, some days it is health-related, but it is always something finite, result-driven, and shippable. I highly recommend listening to this episode. It also talks about consuming and creation. The link to that 
particular podcast will be in the blog post. I think it's a wonderful question to ask yourself when you wake up in the morning, what am I going to produce today? Or what am I going to create today? Having tangible results at the end of the day is very rewarding. As Seth Godin would say, here, I've made this. Seeing tangible results of my work is what drew me towards supply chain and startups in my career. However, some of us work in very process-heavy bureaucratic organizations where it is hard to see tangible creations of your work on a daily basis. And my recommendation here still holds true. Produce something on a regular basis. If not at your work, do it at home, do it with friends, or do it as a hobby. Think of something, plan it, make it, and look at it. You just manifested something from the dimension of thoughts to the dimension of material, tangible things. If this is not magic, I don't know what is. So, how do you start producing instead of consuming? There are six main steps and I'll go through them quickly. Step one, understand consumerism. Understand the main line of consumerism that inflicts our society. Any marketing, branding, or sales efforts are oriented towards one thing, making you believe that consumption will make you happy and successful. Again, the billions spent on marketing, branding, and sales, it is for you to believe that consumption will make you happy and successful. Look at any ad, marketing, email, sales phone call, and you will find what kind of happy or successful they're trying to sell you. So here are some examples. Buy that car and you'll enjoy happy summer camping trips with your family. And there will be a picture of a car and a happy family and everyone is happy. This particular ad is selling happiness. It doesn't tell you that you need to work hard on your relationships in order to guarantee such a picture and the car is irrelevant. But hey, the goal is to sell the car and the best way to sell it is to sell you the idea of happiness. And if you can connect the happy camping trips with the car, then you'll buy a car. Here's a common one, and especially in big cities. I used to live in downtown Toronto. I can definitely relate to this pressure. When a new restaurant opens up and you see all those Instagram pictures highly curated or this restaurant being mentioned on the city blogs and stuff like that. Here's the message. Go to that new restaurant and you will be viewed as a hip trendsetter among your friends. And this ad is selling success. Again, it's either happiness or success or both. Consumption can never make you happy or successful. Only you, your thinking and your actions can. No iPhone, no movie, no book, no car, no clothes can make you happy or successful. But hey, this truth doesn't sell, so let's keep it a secret. Consumption never makes you happy and successful in the long term. Creating new things does. Moving on to step number two, foliate your time. When I didn't have a podcast, I would research the hell out of podcasting equipment, editing software, etc. Because I was dreaming about having a podcast, but I didn't take action on having a podcast. 
So now that I have a podcast, I'm simply too busy creating those weekly episodes that I don't have time to consume. You know for how long I've been wanting to buy a new mic? I've had it on my to-do list for months. I need to research and buy a new microphone. This is literally my to-do item on my to-do list that's been there for the longest time. It says research and buy the new microphone for a podcast. However, every week I am facing the same decision. Do I spend the next two hours researching and buying the new microphone? Or do I spend it actually creating the podcast episode? And so far, the second option has been preferred. You have a limited number of time in a day. And it's a binary option. You either create or you consume. And people who create a lot, they just simply don't have enough time to consume left in their day. Step number three, consume on purpose. What you consume affects your life. Garbage in, garbage out. Consume on purpose. Consumption is a fuel you can use to create. Use it for inspiration. When you start using consumption for inspiration, you'll find that you need a lot less than you thought. Step number four, embrace the experimental mindset. Do you know what the biggest killer of creativity is? Perfectionism. Treating life as a set of experiments makes it easier to start on a new project. And I talked more about it in the previous episode about long-term planning. Not gonna spend time on it here. Listen to it if you're interested. Step number five, use the rule of 10. We live in the world of data and information obesity. We can track everything from our weight, sleep and movement to how many seconds we spent on Facebook on Thursday two weeks ago. There is too much data. And here's that consumption lie again. If you have access to all this data, you'll be happy and successful. Nope, you won't. Otherwise, all the people who own an Apple Watch would be walking around having a hard time hiding their perfect six-packs under a shirt. But we all know that it doesn't happen. So having more data about your fitness does not make you fit. Obsessing over data and numbers makes it extremely hard to start and stick with the process. The first attempts don't get you any results. The rule of 10 states, when starting a new activity or a new project, commit to 10 attempts and don't analyze the results of this first 10 attempts. And I talked more about it in the rule of 10 episode. It's called normalize and optimize the rule of 10. I give more examples, more information on it there. So go listen. But basically, if you decided to start a blog or a podcast, commit to shipping 10 episodes without looking at your listener stats because you will not have any stats for the first 10 episodes. So just commit to shipping 10 units of work and only then analyze the results and decide if you are ready to move forward or not. Step number six, adopt short-term planning. The companies that produced the most innovation over the past decade are the ones embracing some sort of agile product development. And the monthly method applies agile principles to personal productivity. The first step is to plan your progress on a goal in short sprints. Create something, ship it, see the real feedback, not the imaginary one you have in your head. 
see the real feedback, adapt, and then repeat the whole process. And I talked more about the short-term planning. Go see sprint planning for personal productivity episode and also the long-term planning episode and a bunch of other episodes on this podcast are all about applying agile principles to personal development. Step number seven, overcome resistance. No, you don't need another productivity app, another book, another video. It is you versus you. It's always been you versus you. The only thing that ruined your plans in the past was your own resistance. And I have two podcast episodes on the resistance. It's a long topic, so I'm not going to go into this. But if you know that resistance is your biggest roadblock, go listen to episodes how to stop procrastinating and how to create and follow your schedule. In conclusion, I wanted to leave you with this. If nothing inspires you, if nothing seems entertaining anymore, if it feels like you've outgrown your current life, it might be the time for you to start producing instead of consuming. It's not that the world had gone downhill. The world is fine. Your consumption versus production ratio is what might be off. The most upbeat and happy adults I've met in my life produce more than they create. There is so much curiosity, interest, and amusement in the creation process. Even if you don't get the monetary return from doing it, it is still worth it because no type of consumption can deliver the same emotions. And if you're ready to start producing instead of consuming, let me show you an agile-based productivity system designed to achieve your goals without consuming all the energy and hours of a day so that you can have a work-life balance and enjoy your life. Head out to monthlymethod.com. Have a great week, everyone. Please subscribe if you want to have a freshly baked episode delivered to you next Monday. Bye. Hey, before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I'm now working with clients all over the world one-on-one. If you want to see the outstanding measurable results they get in just three short weeks, I invite you to check out monthlymethod.com. The link is provided in the show notes. The monthly method is a scrum-based productivity system designed to achieve your goals without consuming all the energy and hours of a day so that you can have a life you don't need to escape from. If you are ready to quit the hustle culture and bring more intentionality into your life, head out to monthlymethod.com. This is the place where working overtime is not required. Cheers.